Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Hey What's Up podcast. I'm your host, Emerson Contreras, and I'm joined by a very special friend today. Jose Garza. Or better known as known as Cito Bear, bro. So for those of you who know me in my personal life, know that um Jose was my roommate for four years in college. And also we went to high school together. We became really close friends senior year. Which is kind of weird time to make friends, right? Because, like, you think you make your friends, like, freshman year from middle school. Like, you don't really think about making friends senior year because at the end, everybody ends up going their own separate ways, right? Jose, put your camera up. <laughs> you half your, half your head's gone. There you go. There you go. All right. You're looking good, brother. Yeah, so it was kind of weird how we became so close, like... Literally, and we didn't even, we didn't even, oh, and the funny thing about us is, we both thought we were going to go to University of Texas. Remember that? For real. <laughs> we're already repping UT and everything. <laughs> yeah. Big UT, guys. And then financial aid came out, and we're like, fuck. We thought. <laughs> we thought, and we ended up both going to A&M, and I don't know about you, but I had never been to A&M before in my whole life, until we went for our new student conference. Yeah, that's pretty much the first time I went to. Yeah. So from then on, we've we just been friends ever since. But I wanted to bring Jose on here because I think I have some of the funniest stories of my last, like, six years of my life just spending it with Jose. And for those of you who, who kn don't know me or Jose personally, me and Jose couldn't be more opposites in personalities. I'm very extroverted. I'm very loud. I'm very rambunctious. And then H Jose's very reserved and quiet and like nice <laughs> and very thoughtful and and people are like oh there's no way you guys could be friends there's no way you guys could be friends but i, I think we always made it work <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but jose do you remember how we became friends in high school yeah it just pretty much started like you said senior year uh we had what physics together and then spanish together i didn't have physics i did not have physics you didn't have physics? No, I didn't take physics. We had um, our the year before our our junior year, we had um, who we what wasn't physics? What's the other class? Cause you guys took physics AP. Remember that was the year after. That you was senior year. Three AP and an AP. Yeah. So we we took the first physics before AP physics together our junior year, but we didn't really talk then. Yeah, we didn't. Really so talk we knew each other a little bit, and then our last year we had Spanish together, and I. I feel like we had another class. We had economics together. You remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. There we go. We yeah. Now, oh. Both of us in the back, too. <laughs> yeah. And, I, I mean, Jose would always be a part of the group, but he would never get in trouble. It'd be me, Eight Nut, Ramiro, and whoever, whoever the fuck else who was in the class at the time would just get yelled at because we, we would not shut the fuck up ever. George's <laughs> um, class, huh? Yeah. 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 Mr. George's class, but I think we really became close in Spanish, I think, just because that class was so much more chill, the teacher was cool, cooler most of the time, and we, ju we just had a bunch of group of friends there, right? Yep. Gave us all them life lessons. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I, can't, I can't sit there and pinpoint, like, the moment where we actually became friends and started, like, hanging out outside of school. I mean, I know that we, for a while, we were, like, we used to go, like, to the track and run and all that. 
Yeah, that's where we really started becoming friends. Cause you, you, you all, dude, you just like built to run, bro. Like you, you did you did cross country. You go run for fun, bro. You're like, yeah, bro, I'm about to go run five miles, no problem. And I'm like, fam, I I can't do that. And I've I've never been like that. Like I've always been like a sprinter. Like I run a hundred meters. I and and you know, five years ago I was like sixty pounds lighter, so I was a really fast kid. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, man. But I think. Now that I think about it, I, yeah, I can't really pinpoint that either. I know we became really close, too, whenever we started working at Fiesta together. That yeah, was, so, well, yeah. well, that's the thing. You got me a job. This is after we graduated, right? Uh, you got me a job at, at the Fiesta across across the street where we used to go to school. Yeah. Because you used to work there. Yeah, I was working there since, what, like freshman year in high school? Sophomore year? And then I think uh, we both started working together that summer after we graduated. Uh, yeah. What we're we doing groceries, dairy yeah. department. <laughs> which, which I I don't I don't know if I should hate you or be thankful that you got me that job. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, the best people in there too, though. So it it was it was a good experience. Yeah, yeah, it was always, and we're gonna get into that a little bit more. But I just want I want to talk about some of the the dude, and 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 when you really think about senior year of high school, all this stupid shit that we went through is is so ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's just like you look back at it now, and it's just like, man, all that dumb stuff. <laughs> I, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Like, I used to get I used to get in trouble for the smallest fucking things, and I think it's just because teachers just didn't want to deal with me because I was like I used to talk and be like super active, super hyperactive about shit. Because I would just be bored in class, like at that senior year, whatever. And, yeah. and and I don't know if you want to tell the story about the time I got kicked out of Spanish class. <laughs> oh yeah, that oh Barahona. <laughs> you, yeah. You something, and I think you repeated something he said, and he was like, "Everson, get out." Yeah. Controlled by the uh, the speech. What was the speech uh, teacher's name? I forget uh, her name, man. She was like, "Everson, is that you on the hallway?" You got. <laughs> well, it was dumb because this was like towards AP testing time. And, yeah. and like, everybody was stressed. Like, the teachers were stressed. We were tired of having to read Don Quixote, like, for, like, two months on end and all this stuff. And uh, I forget what he said, bro. Like, like he's like, oh, everybody go get your books. And I went to go get my book. And I said something, but it wasn't to him. Yeah, I think he heard you say something. And he was like, what did you say? Something like that? And he was like, I guess he was just having a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was just having a bad day. Like, he said, I was like, what? He's like, get out. I was like, what the? Well, I didn't do nothing. I was just sitting here. Like, I didn't say anything wrong. I get kicked out of the classroom, and I'm just sitting outside the door. Just like, like I guess I guess he's like, all right, get it, get out of here for 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden, I see the door open, and I'm like, oh, all right. He go, he's going to come talk to me. He's going to come tell me, all right, well, are you going to be better if you can't come in? If not, you got to stay out here. And all of a sudden, we see our friend Edgar. You remember Edgar? He got kicked out the same day too. <laughs> man, everybody was getting it that day. <laughs> everybody, dude. Honestly, man, there was so much drama in that Spanish classroom, though. So it's so it's so much drama, and look, we don't gotta get 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 into names or anything, but there was there was a lot of tension in that room, because first of all, my ex from like I guess. Two years, like my sophomore year of high school was there, and things things were like never cool with us afterwards. Like it was just always weird tension going on, and like always like passive aggressive shit, right? And then some girl that I was talking to at the time was in that room at the same time, 
right? And then and then another girl. Do you do you remember this girl? One girl that you that you were talking to, and a girl that I ended up talking to at a different time was also in that room. You remember that? Man, you know what I'm talking about, right? Knew each other pretty much in that class. <laughs> and, then, and then another girl that you ended up dating afterwards was also in that classroom. Yeah. So all this shit was happening. So they always say Hispanic people are mad dramatic, I think. So this, this is where the telenovelas get it from, bro. Because <laughs> there was so much drama in that room. And we had our close friends in that class, too. So. <laughs> yeah, man, but it was a crazy time. Um. Dude, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Dude, so I just, I don't understand. How are you so good at, at running long? It just, you just have some natural ability to run long distance. Uh, I just started. So I, I, used, I started doing soccer, uh, you know, middle school. And then yeah. around freshman year, I was like, I want to try something else. I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. Uh, so I went towards cross country and track. And I was like, oh, like maybe this is a thing that I can actually like see myself doing for the rest of high school. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty much how I started. I just tell myself like, "Hey, this is a sport. I'm gonna stick to this sport and yeah. and you know build build myself up from it." So I stuck with it and I liked it and pretty much just train hard every day, running all the miles on the heat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, my question to you is like, did you like could you always run long distance, or was it like at the beginning you're like, "Bro, I can't even run a mile," or do you always have like a little bit of like natural ability for it? Yeah, uh, I. You remember when we had those field days, like in like elementary, where like kids used to run all around the park, and yeah. they give you like, first place for a ribbon, things like that. Yeah. So yeah. I was much the one on those events that pretty much like really competed because the teacher, yeah. the gym teacher, was like, "Man, I want to put you in this third grade competition, fourth grade." So I think it was just something that like I always loved doing since I was a kid, and, yeah. and you know, high school pretty much just gravitated towards that, and you know, went on from there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I feel the same thing about, like, me being fast. Like, I was always one of the faster kids in school, and not now. Now that I'm, like, 60 pounds heavier, it's kind of hard to run sometimes, right? But I just always had that natural ability. And, and when I tell people all the time, it's like, I was a skinny dude, and I was fast, but it's like, dude, running a mile was painful for me. Like, I just didn't have the cardio for it. Like, I just knew that that no matter how long I train, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ever going to even be as half as good as you at doing cross country and doing long distance. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, man, it's 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 the, it's a different. It's the different type of, you know, uh race whenever you do short distance and long distance, it yeah. It's really different. So uh, I never I, I never forget one time we went and I had been building up my endurance with you cuz we used to go every day, bro. Every day go to the school track and run that shit. And I had gotten pretty good, like my cardio had gotten way better. Dude, but one day I remember I ate like cereal and I didn't oh, think we we're gonna. Yeah. I didn't think we. Were, I didn't think we were gonna run that day. And I had taken a nap. And you called me and you pull up and hey, bro, I'm outside. Let's go. And I'm like, fuck. I was trying to be lazy, but I got in the fucking van. And I think we get one mile in, bro. And I'm like, bro, I can't fucking do this no more. And I just threw up on my damn cereal right there on the field. Yeah, man. I, used to, I remember you used to be like, man, I just woke up, bro. Cause you were a night owl all freaking yeah. night. Like, yeah. bro, you're early waking up. Let's go, bro. You were like, nah, man, I'm tired. <laughs> well, dude, I don't understand how I used to do it in high school. I used to literally stay up until, like, 3 in the morning every fucking day senior year, bro. Every day, wake up, get picked up, get take a shower, get dressed, picked up by the bus. What time did we used to have to go into class? Was it 7 that the bus picked us up? I don't remember. I know that the bell rang at 7.15. 
Yeah, for the fact that you remember that the bell rings at seven fifteen yeah, is crazy. That man, that that man didn't play about them after no. playing D Hall and all that, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, and dude, the stupidest thing, bro, was like having to get in trouble about some fuck shit. Like me, I'm a good little nerdy student. Don't bother nobody. I'm in my GT, AP, pre-AP classes, dual credit classes, and I get in trouble for some fuck shit like being late to school or or not having shaven or not wearing or not having my ID, bro. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there with a bunch of dudes who are in trouble for beating people up, talking back to the teacher, being disruptive, and I'm just like. All fucking scared and shit. Bro, I, I used to I used to go on those classes when I was a like the student aide. Yeah, oh, met someone, bro. They were like, they were like staring me down, like look at me, and I'm like, bro, I, feels like I'm in prison or something, bro. bro a, dude, being student aide was a vibe, bro. That was fucking badass. If 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 for those of you who didn't have student aid in your high school. Basically, if you had a certain amount of credits already and you didn't have to take any more electives and you had gotten all your, uh, what's it called, core classes already done, like, you could choose an elective. And one of them was, like, you could be a student aide if you were trustworthy. So for, I guess, what was it, an hour, an hour? What is it, it used to be 45 minutes or an hour 15, right? Those were the two the two yeah. class. Yeah. I, I think it was an hour 15. Uh-huh. You, Yeah, you would just go and help the office with, like, going to get students or just doing, like, administrative work like just organizing crap or cleaning things out and a lot of the time you would just sit there and chill and my i, I used to become i became friends with all the counselors Bro, uh the all the library teachers and all yep Man, yep that class was chill <laughs> yeah and you you could literally just walk around the school all day and just like it would not be an issue at all like you were tr- like you were trustworthy it's like being a hall monitor except you didn't have to monitor the halls you just walked around and got kids around the classrooms Man, I was I had that for what I think two semesters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really chill. I knew a lot of people. I got along with a lot of people as well. Dude, if I was a bad kid, I could have really gotten it. I could have really abused my power. <laughs> Don't be a hard minor, bro. <laughs> but I wasn't. <laughs> but I wasn't, bro. I, I was a uh, I, I was a good kid. I was really a good kid. But then I look back, I'm like, man, why was I such a nerd? <laughs> why was I such like a like a oh, I gotta follow the rules, you know? <laughs> In high school, I'm like, none of this shit really fucking matters. Not like I'm going to go to jail for anything that I wanted to do anyways. To be honest. Um, no, but, uh, dude, talking back about Fiesta, dude. As So we, so for those of you who don't know, Fiesta is like a Hispanic grocery store in the Houston area. And the, and the Fiesta that we worked at, bro. But, I mean, you worked there. You, you tell people how that Fiesta was. You worked there longer than me. Right. It was like. That specific fiesta that we worked on, it's like mm-hmm. if you were to tell somebody else that worked in another fiesta, mm-hmm. they're both jobs, they'll be like, wow, like, like you do this, and we're like, yeah, it's just this specific fiesta that we work on. Yeah. Bro, was, this, oh, the customers you had to deal with, yeah. the, the uh, other employees you had to deal with sometimes, it's just mad. Like, I ain't never seen no shit like that before. And that, and that was my first job. That's like the first real like paycheck fucking job I had. And I got it because of you. You hooked me up. I forget I forget how I talked to you about getting this fucking job at Fiesta or how you talked me into it. You're like, oh, brother, hiring. And they were paying like $9, right? I'm like, oh, damn, it's not minimum wage? And I get to be with the homie? <laughs> and, hey. dude, I, I remember you telling me about like one time this, this customer was trying to fight you, right? 
Are you trying to fight me? Yeah, when oh. you were a cashier. Oh, yeah. It, man, I've had so many of those instances where they just like, bro, they get mad at you for like, they would get mad at you for saying, why is it this price? And I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like, it's the market price. Like, what, what do you want me to fix it? They were like literally trying to fight you and be like, I'm sorry, man. Like, if I would, I would help you, but it's not up to me. And they're like, well, well, well it shouldn't be that price. That's too high. And I'm like, so go to Food Town, bro. Or <laughs> go to. <laughs> bro, what, what's the. What's the craziest story do you, that you remember from Fiesta? Because uh, I only worked there one summer, and then I worked that winter break. Yeah. And then I didn't go back. But you went back. Yeah, it was pretty much... I don't know if you were... No, I don't think you were there uh, whenever they robbed the jewelry section. No, nah, I wasn't there. Yeah, it was just like... I was working in the back, and then all I heard it was like somebody like just hitting the glass. Like really hard, and everybody started panicking and like running away. And I went to the front, and and they robbed the whole like jewelry section. Yeah. That was. And this was this during like the day, like the middle of the day. Yeah, during the day. And you know how we all we used to always have that lazy cop work there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We used to be like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> so they stole a lot. They stole like rings, necklaces, and they actually got away with it. Um, it wasn't until like Mario or or the the store manager came and like started throwing things at them. But it was just like, man, everybody started panicking. Cashers started like, you know, getting scared because they had a weapon. Yeah. Were you in the front? No, nah, I was in the back. I was talking, uh, working grocery. Yeah. I, I didn't know what was going on, bro. I heard people panicking, and I was just like, "What's going on, bro?" Like, <laughs> I'm about to run through the back. <laughs> Shit, dude. Oh, I'm trying to remember. For me, honestly, I didn't have any crazy stories. I just had, like, bad customers. Like, it was nothing, like, nothing crazy, like, oh, a customer wanted to fight me or anything yeah. like that. I think, well, dude, one time, bro, and that, that's the thing that I don't understand. Why customers are mad at me about the price of Fiesta's? Man, I'm making $9 an hour, bro. I don't get no right. commission off none of this shit. They would get mad at me about the milk. Like, why is milk so expensive? I'm like, fam, like, what? I'm sorry. I don't set the price, boss. Like, why you why you yelling at me? I'm not the guy. Go talk to the manager. But obviously, you don't say that. You don't say that to me. You just think that right. shit in your head. Yeah. You remember when he used to grab the milks all the way from the back after you, like, bro. stopped? And I'm like, bro, like, I just stalked them. Like, <laughs> well, well, I guess, I guess we could talk about, because me and you started both off at the dairy section. Because yeah. at that time, like, you told me, like, every dude had fucking left, like, the dairy section. Like, the dairy people never stayed there. <laughs> Cause dairy was like the worst job to have. <laughs> we only had um, we only had Carlos. Remember the the. Yeah, the mean dude, the like yeah. the manager. Man, pretty much everyone used to like quit because like it's a lot of work and like not enough people or like not enough pay. Yeah. Hours sucked for sure. Yeah. Uh, those four to twelves. Remember those four to twelves, dude? Bro? That was ass, bro. So that's the thing. There were two shifts. You you would work eight to four was yeah. the first shift, or or then or you'd work the four to eleven, four to twelve, depending on the day. Yeah, we usually had one middle middle man do like eight to four, and then somebody from like twelve to six. And yeah. Then, well, uh, but yeah, man, it sucked. It just hours were long. I remember you used to like send me videos. I'm like, bro, I ain't really trying to go on the first day of the month or like the last day of the month. <laughs> Well, well, that's the one. So, for those of you who never worked in grocery stores or didn't work grocery stores, like in a neighborhood where we did, so the first and the end of the month is usually 
the most busy for a grocery store and very busy specifically for dairy, right? Because that's when people get their WIC benefits, get their food stamps, get their Lone Star, get their, uh, what is it? What else is it? Uh, it's pretty much this. Yeah. EBT. Yeah. EBT. Yeah. All, the, all those food help programs. So if it's, if it's the end of the month, people are rushing to use their, their WIC. Right, so they could get all their dairy products for the month, and then because they expire at the end of the month, and at the beginning of the month, there are people who ran out like maybe three weeks into the month, and like, okay, well, I need milk now. I need to go get it, right? And I remember one time, and this this is when they still had two people uh, in the afternoons and or uh, in the evening to run dairy, bro. I remember one time, me and you, literally, and the worst the worst time to do is 4 to 11 because these are working people. They all get off of work at 5, they show up at 6, and then they're showing up from 6 all the way until like 10, right? Which was the bullshit. That, that's, just, that's what pissed me off because it was so fucking busy and they didn't give us any help, dude. Especially when they only had one person there, bro. Oh my God, I wanted to, I wanted to fucking yell at somebody. But luckily, you were there that night. Dude, literally from 6 o'clock, until we until like 11 an hour before closing we were just loading milks 90 yeah. percent of the fucking time yeah bro it was just like we took out the cart for the milks yeah placed them and, in, and, the cart, and the cart could carry four crates by four crates and yeah. each and so it was it was 16 crates of milk and each crate had four milks in them so just think about how much milk that. Do the fucking math real quick, bro. What's the math on that? Four times four times four. Sixty-four. 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 Sixty-four fucking milks we're bringing out every like what ten minutes. It would take us to go unload, unload the crates, put the crates on, get everything, and then pull it back out and then unload. And I like how the managers would get mad. They're like, "Why aren't you doing the yogurts?" Why aren't y'all doing the cheese? I'm like, bro, we got the whole milk session to take yeah. care of. Like, can you help us out? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and, like, people might think we're exaggerating about this. No, bro. Like, at the end of it, me and Jose, we didn't even take a lunch break until, like, late. Man. And me and Jose are like, bro, we really were fucking stacking milks for that long. Yeah. I was fucking exhausted, man. And, it, and, it, and the thing is... Like, bro, it wasn't just that we were stocking milks, right? Like, we would stock the milks, we would fill up the whole, we would fill up the whole fucking area. And to be fair, it wasn't like a huge, like, milk area, right? Like, the milks probably went, like, what, like, four deep, five deep? And it was probably, like, I don't know, 10 rows, maybe 20 rows with the 2% and everything? I don't remember exactly. And, but we started stocking them on, like, the edge of the of the freezer like the freezer had like a little bit of a lip so you could lean it back and you could stack a, an extra milk on there and by the time we got back with the crate all the milk was gone already or you remember when you used to uh drink all the yogurts and the orange juices from the freezer yeah yeah so so this is what happened so <laughs> so at fiesta if something was damaged or or whatever right if it was damaged or partial or whatever it was or like the packaging open, like the cardboard or whatever, and like you had like four yogurts and they were loose, like they would just throw them away. They would just throw away the shit. And I like, I just, I personally never felt comfortable doing that. Like at all. Like even with the eggs, and this is what I hated. If there was like one broken egg or two broken eggs, like they wouldn't take the time or they wanted, or they wouldn't want us to like take the eggs out like 
and and then fix it, right? Like people usually do that. Customers will usually go and take a broken egg out and like put another one in it. But they never wanted us to do that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we usually did. Wait, we usually use like one tray, and from that one tray, we used to fix the others, right? Yeah. So we did that on our own. We weren't getting paid extra. No, nobody was like, "Hey, good job for doing that. You're saving us money, and you're not fucking wasting eggs." So we used to have to literally do that by fucking hand, and um. So it's the same thing with like milks and like yogurts. They would just sit there and they would just fucking throw them away. So sometimes whenever it was a long day and we were fucking like like just tired and just needed a break, we would go into the freezer and just sit there for like five minutes just to cool down. And and grant, like this freezer's pretty fucking cold. Bro, remember that, I remember that one time that you drank that orange juice and then I went the next day, I'm like, bro. <laughs> no, I, I had I had work that morning. I had I had work that morning, and the orange and there was an orange juice there, and I'm like fuck, and it was the end of my shift. I'm like fuck this shit, bro. I'm drinking this orange juice. I'm just gonna throw it away anyways. <laughs> and then like an hour later, you come into work, and I and I, you Snapchat me like, bro, I know you didn't fucking drink this orange. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but honestly, the best times at Fiesta was working with you, bro. Like whenever whenever you're there by yourself. You just have to deal with all this bullshit from customers, right? And not not that every customer was a bad experience, right? But there were some bad customers, and you're like, ah, right, man, I guess. But like when I was working with you, I, I could be like, bro, can you just believe this shit that just happened to me? Yeah, it was it was like a story, a new story every every shift. Or or, or, or I don't know who started this, but when we were on shift together, and if somebody was in, was in the cooler, <laughs> remember that? So so let's say I walk into the back of the store and I see Jose's inside the cooler loading up some milks. I would go and lock the cooler. Oh bro, we <laughs> and, turn, and off turn, the and turn off the lights. <laughs> Man, we'll be there for a while too. <laughs> and that shit would be like pitch dark. You're like, bro, let me out, bro. I can't see. Like, you literally could not see fucking anything, bro. Anything yeah. at all. And you're like, bro, open the fucking door. But, yeah, I mean, like, overall, too, like, it, you know, working every shit, like, sucked because, yeah. you know, it was hectic. But we had, like, what, Marvin, Christian, Francisco, the people that kind of, like, made it better for us working there. Yeah. Kind of motivated. Marvin, Marvin always made me laugh all the fucking time because I would, I would just fuck with Marvin because Marvin was, like, like, he was, like, the utility man. Like, they used him for everything at work. Like, anything that needed to, needed to be fixed, they called Marvin. And Marvin was like, man, fuck this shit. And Marvin was like a 40, like a 50-year-old guy, right? Like, how old was Marvin? Like, mid-50s. Yeah, he was like a mid-50-year-old black guy. And he didn't give a shit, bro. Because <laughs> where the dairy section was, is like the entrance to the back where all the stock is and all the restrooms are uh, for the employees and the customers. So Marvin would just, you just see Marvin coming down. You just see the look on his face. Some bullshit just happened. <laughs> And he put he's like, man, just let me let me tell you the this shit that just happened to me. And he would just go on and on, like, bro, they like I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> yeah, that man used to hate cleaning the restrooms too. Remember they used to make him clean the restrooms? <laughs> yeah, he, he's like some nasty ass motherfuckers don't know how to wipe their ass. <laughs> and, dude, remember that story he told us about when he first started working at that fiesta? What what happened to him? So he said it was his first day of work and like some homeless man had come in and they let him use the restroom. And then the homeless man comes out and he leaves. 
And then one of the customers comes and talks to the manager saying, hey, something happened in the restroom. Somebody needs to clean it. And apparently the homeless man had gone in there and like just put shit oh, all yeah. over the fucking walls and the toilet. <laughs> oh, I, feel, I, feel, I used to feel bad for Marvin sometimes. I used to put that man through a lot. <laughs> Bro, I used to... <laughs> I used to mess with. I just, I would just say the craziest thing to Marvin just to mess with him, like, because remember we used to have the little Debbie's, the little Debbie's display oh, with, snacks, with yeah. all the snacks right in front, of, like literally right in front of the dairy, and and one time, <laughs> and one time Marvin comes up, comes up walking by in a bad mood, and I'm like, Marvin, come here real quick. I gotta ask you a question, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, how how are we gonna steal these little Debbie's from here? <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me and said, hey, shut the fuck up, bro. Don't talk to me about stealing no little Debbies. <laughs> he's like, now nah, nah, if you said, hey, now nah, nah. Nah, he's like, hey, Emerson, if you had come to me and be like, man, I've been going to college. I, I figured out how to crack a safe. <laughs> Let, let's go rob a bank or something. Then maybe I'll listen to you. But I'm not about to lose my job and go to jail for no little Debbie cupcakes. <laughs> Oh man, that man was—I miss that man. He was—he was, he was funny. He was—he gave us a new story every day. Bro, there's there's nothing that Marvin ain't, ain't go through, bro. Ain't bro. I'm telling you, that job at Fiesta was was, it was looking back on it, and I forget who who was it that that told us this, but he pulled us aside one day, and I always remember him. He came and he told us, he's like, man. I know, I know y'all are uh, like pissed and annoyed about what's going on at work sometimes. And like the customers aren't respectful and like you just get frustrated. He's like, but I promise y'all, once y'all graduate college, y'all start working. Y'all gonna look back on this and fucking laugh about your times that you had here. And he was right. And he was right. <laughs> like I sit there. I was Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And, and dude, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you. I'm, I'm grateful to have worked at that fiesta for all the funny stories all the memories with you, dude. Oh my God, I, I, dude, I'm telling you, there's too many stories about Fiesta for this, for this yeah. one podcast. So we're gonna have to hit this back at some point. But I'm thankful f- for being at Fiesta because it just made me realize, like, it's like I don't want yeah, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, because it's tough. Like, I don't want to have to sit there and like, not hate that I, that I have to go to work every day, but like, damn, you're like, I can't wait till the till the till it's eleven and I get to go home, you know. Yeah, it, it was it was a good experience overall. It, it makes you see things like, what else can I do, or like, what else, what do I need to do to like not feel like this every day, or like, you know, do something that I actually love doing. Not that there's anything wrong working at Fiesta, but you know, whenever yeah. you have like goals that are above and beyond, you just want to you know do better. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we both have have parents, and I mean, parents who, who like work like hard labor jobs. You know, like that shit. Yeah. Like you you see the toll it takes on. I saw the toll it took on my dad and my mom and like how stressed they are and like exhausted and like the physical toll it takes. I'm like, I don't like fuck a summer of doing this was rough. Like I can't imagine this being my everyday thing and like having to go through all that. And I know my parents didn't come here for me to go work at Fiesta. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I just like, nah, man, I, 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 I couldn't do it. I'm not built for that. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, one, one more thing about Fiesta, bro. This is what it is. There's always drama around this, bro. This is what I realized. For as quiet as you are, for as loud as I am, bro, like, we, we just attract drama, bro. Because remember, your fucking ex used to work at that fucking fiesta, too. Oh, man. Yeah. Um. Man, I, I, I forgot about that. 
Yeah, it, it, that's when I started. You know, it was pretty much when I started. It's pretty much throughout the whole high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you want to tell the story of what she did that one time? <laughs> or not? You don't want to say it? <laughs> no, I'm good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. So, like, like we mentioned, like I, like, so we met each other in Spanish our senior year of high school. Then we worked at Fiesta for a summer. Then we finally went to A and M, and we kind of went our separate ways, but not really. Like you, you, you were an engineering student. I was a business student. But our dorms are like literally like five minutes away from each other. You stayed at the, at the all, all men's dorm, basically <laughs> engineering dorm. <laughs> Hate that dorm, bro. bro They've been in those robots for like two or three a.m. in the morning. I'm trying to sleep. Trying- <laughs> well, the thing is, you lived right in front. Your dorm was right in front of, the like lobby. the little, yeah, the little like hangar area. Yeah, and then I had little Einstein Daniel, my roommate. Yeah. And he used to be like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to go to sleep." So they all hated him since I was a roommate. They would hate me too, and then. <laughs> I'm just like, let it go, man. Like, it's it's not gonna get any better, <laughs> bro. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you did. It. First of all, I don't know how you went through engineering, bro. I could not have done all that shit that y'all dudes did, bro. I just, I was not built for that at all. <laughs> it was hectic, man. It was. It's it was just pretty much just you know you know once you get through freshman year and sophomore year, it's just like you just get the hang of it. It's just like yeah. it's school. You know, yeah, you cut you cutting your head off again, Cito. <laughs> Yeah, you're good. Yeah, dude, but I feel like there were some funny ass stories of because I used to go over to your dorm all the time. Uh, I'm trying to sit here and think of any funny shit that happened. Well, when you were fight. living with Dan, I used to get like just stare at us. Remember, we used to throw it, knock everything down, and fight. Who oh, mean you? Yeah, we used to oh, like yeah. each other, throw each other against the desk. <laughs> Bro, I feel like one time we broke something. Like I, I don't, I don't remember. I feel like we broke something one time. Uh, not, I don't know. It was too small, man. That dorm was too small for, like... Bro, I really don't remember freshman year that much, like, in terms of, like, like the little moments. Like, I remember the big things that happened, like, freshman yeah. year, but I, I don't remember those little things as much. I don't know why. It was, yeah. It was just pretty much getting to know the campus at that point. And yeah. Going through the wreck and all that stuff, uh... But uh, what what was the name of your roommate that he came like mid semester or something? Oh fuck! What was that dude's name, bro? That he had like a lot of like that. What happened to the refrigerator? That he had to clean it out. <laughs> oh wait, what happened to his fridge? I forgot. He had like a lot of mold. He, yeah, he had mold. Yeah, cause he he didn't he never plugged it in. He just left the shit in there. I don't. Want, I'm not gonna say his name, but I remember. I remember his name now. I don't want to put it. I don't want to put him out there because. <laughs> Me, me and him had, and one, and one day we're gonna get to the stories of what happened with me and my roommate. <laughs> one day we'll be able to talk about that. Today's not the day. Um, yeah, but he had hella mode in this shit, bro. And uh, I, like, I don't want to get into, I don't want to get into him right now because <laughs> I, I bet you he can say a lot of crazy shit about me too. <laughs> but um, let's see, dude, I'm trying to remember freshman year so much, but whatever, it doesn't matter. So when freshman year, we went our separate ways, but we were still friends. We still saw each other. We were literally like five minutes away from one another on campus. We still hung out all the time. But then our sophomore year, we we decided to live each other with with one another again. And then another friend from high school who was who was a year younger than us. And then and then and then, a- and then Avery, our our other roommate, 
So Avery, we didn't know. Avery was a random roommate that we had, and he was a year ahead of us, right? Yeah, he was. He was a year. Yeah. So he had already been there for a year, um, and and he was he was like this gun-toting libertarian guy. <laughs> he was a political science major. Yeah, he he was a political science major, libertarian, loved fucking guns. Um, and so we didn't know what to think at first. Like, we're, like I remember we Googled him. We're like, damn, this motherfucker got guns? <laughs> <laughs> Man, remember he used to pull all them guns out at the parties? Well, that's, what, Look well, what, that's what I'm saying. One time we had, like, a get-together, and it was, like, after everybody had left, there were a few friends over. And Avery's like, hold on, I'll be back. All of a sudden, you see fucking Avery coming down, holding this fucking massive-ass fucking gun, just walking down the stairs, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, this is probably not a good idea. <laughs> and he went back upstairs and uh, and put the fucking gun back. But Avery was a character, man. Avery was something else. He was a cool dude at the end of the day. Uh, no, he, he was. He was. But the thing about Avery, bro, when he got that dog, remember he got a dog? Oh yeah, bro. He those couches, he, bro. Those <laughs> bro, and he no, he didn't just get a dog. He got that big ass golden retriever, bro. Yeah, man. I remember I used to walk the first time I saw him. I walked in, and he was just staring at me, and I'm like, "Hey, was this your dog?" <laughs> that man was just staring at me, and I'm like, "Bro, I'm about to get bit." I'm <laughs> like, this dog was huge, and the thing is, bro, he would never clean up after the fucking dog, bro. Ever, ever, bro. And that dog used to shed so fucking bad. Like, hair was just all over the fucking couches downstairs, all over the apartment, and he would never sweep up not once, bro. And then, and then, and then he used to wake us up, remember? He used to fucking bark all the time in the morning. Oh, yeah, I remember those. I remember, yeah, it was like, what, 4, 3 a.m.? <laughs> I'm like, Avery, like, first of all, you shouldn't have a dog here, but we cool. We're not going to say nothing, whatever. Second of all, you don't clean up after your dog. All right, whatever. Maybe, right? Third of all, fam, now now this dude's making me lose sleep? Come on, man. Oh, man. We were there for a year, right? And then we got the house. Yeah. Yeah, so we were there for a year. um, And... Not and that man, that house also filled with drama, bro. It's just, that's what I'm telling you, bro. Drama, drama always follows us, bro. The drama don't fucking stop. And <laughs> and and we had some incidents with some of fucking Avery's friends one time. I don't remember what this was. He was having a party. He was having like an end of the year party, yeah. and and he was gonna invite some friends over. And I didn't look. I didn't want to go downstairs. I didn't want to be a part of it. You weren't gonna be a part of it. He was having all his friends over from wherever the fuck knows where, you know, having a good time. All right, no problem. Fam. Okay, so this is a townhome, by the way. This is a townhome apartment. So there's three stories to this. There's the first floor, has a restroom, the living room, and a kitchen. No problem. Then there's a second story where where our other roommate was and then Avery's room was. And then me and Jose were both on the top floor, one on the third floor, right? I am literally the last room. In this fucking apartment. You have to go. Like you go up the third set of stairs. And Jose's door's right there. And, and I'm across the hall. So I'm all the way at the fucking back. I don't remember what fucking time it is. What is it? Like 11 o'clock maybe? 11.30? Yeah, it was around midnight. Around midnight. All of a sudden, I'm laying in bed. Here's some dude knocking on my door. 
I'm like, what the fuck? Is this Avery? I'm like, who is it? Who the f- who is this? I'm X, Y, and Z person. Avery said I could come up here. What the fuck? Motherfucker, I don't know you. What the fuck you mean? I don't open the door. He's like, I need to use the restroom. I need to use the restroom. That motherfucker, go downstairs and go use Avery's room. Like, what the hell are you coming to me? I don't know. You ain't gonna let you go use and you're drunk, obviously. I'm not gonna let you come into my restaurant. What the hell are you gonna do in there? So this dude starts pushing up against my door. Just starts pushing up against my door and starts like cracking it. Like, I'm hearing this fuck. Like, he's trying to bust through the door. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of fuck shit is this? I'm like, Avery, get your fucking AK-47. Let's go. <laughs> Stand yeah, ground. That man out. He came my way. He yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, he goes towards you, and, and you can tell what happened there. Yeah, that man was knocking, knocking. I was like, ah, I shouldn't answer. I'm shouldn't answer. My lights are off. I'm good. Yeah. Knocking. He's like, let me use the restroom. So I open the door and I'm like, dude, you got the wrong, you got the wrong hall. Like, there's a restroom downstairs. Yeah. This man, like, was literally, when I opened the door, this man was on the ground crawling. <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass. Cause cause he goes to Jose's door. So then I open and the dude is literally on the fucking ground like a zombie knocking on Jose's door. Yeah, this man was I opened the door, turn on my light. This man just like I don't know where threw open my room. <laughs> then I'm like Avery, like I started screaming at Avery, <laughs> and I was like Avery, come get your friend. And then Avery comes up, he's like, shit, my bad, dude. And then Avery starts cleaning it with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. So that's so the dude throws up. <laughs> dude, dude's on his stomach. You open the door. You <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck you doing? He, he pukes into your room. Yeah, and then Avery's like, "Clean that shit up, fucking!" I don't know who the fuck it was. I don't forget his name. <laughs> Tells him to clean it up. The guy goes drunk as fuck, goes to pick up the throw up with his fucking hand. With his hand, the dude starts trying to clean up his throw up, and he's so drunk that he throws it into your room even more. Like further in my room, and I'm like, "Dude, you made it worse." Like. <laughs> Man, then Avery cleaned it up, and I was like, man, Avery, you should make him clean it up. Avery was cleaning it up with his bare hands. I'm like, Avery, that is disgusting. It's like, my fault, bro. My, my fault. He wasn't supposed to be here. Yeah, like, Avery, Avery said, man, who the fuck invited this dude? He should never have been here. Oh, my, bro, I, I can't get over that. That dude literally puked into your fucking room, went to clean it up, and then threw the throw up further. Uh, <laughs> and the worst thing is that we had carpet. Yeah. <laughs> On carpet, bro. I was just like, man, like, man, this thing's stained. It's gonna smell, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what craziest story there is in that. It's some stranger just throwing up in your fucking room because he's trying to use the restroom, <laughs> dude. But um, what I liked about us being on the third floor is that we used to, we used to always fuck with each other, bro. Because <laughs> my ass would. My ass would just be in my room bored as fuck because everybody knows I don't study. I don't do shit. I'm like, fuck, fuck school. Bro, I'll so be in there studying. You be yeah. in there knocking the door and be like, come out. <laughs> you're, you're like, bro, I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z, bro. I'm trying to study for X, Y, and Z. Nah, bro, we gonna fuck around right now, man. So I, I would just go and knock on your fucking... <laughs> I would go knock on your door, go in your room. Bro, what you doing, fam? What you doing? <laughs> And remember, I used to grab your fucking hangers. You remember this? All of them, bro. I used to. 
Bro, we ended up getting charged for all the damage we did at the end. We had the broken broken wood doors. Well, that's the thing. So we used to chase each other. Like, I don't know. I don't know why we did this shit, bro. It's some stupid childish shit. We used to chase each other around the apartment. Like, I would go into your room and I would fuck with your shit. And you would come chase me out and I'd go into my fucking room. And then you'd do the fucking same. And I remember one time. I, I, I Was it you or was it me? I don't remember. I think it was you. I, I went and I and I ran into my door. I ran into my room and I closed the door and I locked it. And like, you ran up. You ran up and you ran right into the fucking door. Door and you just crack that shit wide open. <laughs> and then we try to get that that super glue out of Walmart to fix it. It didn't even work, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, we got the wood glue. We got the fucking things or whatever. Yeah. And then and then I did the same thing to your fucking door, <laughs> bro. We just we just acting like fucking idiots is really what it is. <laughs> and the thing and I remember this: each floor had its own thermostat. Remember that. Bro, yeah, I remember that. And the thermostat was on my side, and we used to always fucking like oh. passive, passive aggressively <laughs> fight about the spider. Wake about up it. in the middle of the night, like freaking sweaty, bro. I'm like, <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know, like I, I, I get look. This is it. I get cold very easily because I don't wear, I don't wear, like I'm, I don't, I'm just like in my shorts. I just wearing shorts and like socks, and that's how I am all the time. In the house. I'm just shirtless all the time in my house, just mad chilling, right? And Jose, and I don't I don't know. Jose, I guess, is is very like gets hot really easily and I get cold really easily. So I forget what we used to fight. I think we used to have like at 73 or 74. Yeah. And I think you were like at 72 or 70 or 71. So we used to always fucking fight about that shit. And and <laughs> and I remember I remember I used to go switch it. And then, like, five minutes later, I used to hear you come out and switch that shit. Uh, and then you would hear me open my door, and you would open oh, your fucking door shut the hallway. You're like, bro, you're not fucking turning that shit on right now. And I remember you used to get the last switch because you used to sleep later than me. Uh, it's all like, bro, this man's going to beat me. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Dude, I remember one time, um, I forget what happened, but I wasn't going to be there that night. So I'm like, all right, this motherfucker likes it cold. <laughs> and I put that shit all Oh, the- yeah. I think I got sick that day. I, got- <laughs> I put that shit all the way fucking down. Like, all right, this motherfucker wanted to be right. cold. Like 56. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I was pissed. Like, I think I called you. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're like, bro, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? You got, you put that shit all the way cold. <laughs> oh, man, dude, we used to do some stupid shit in the house. I remember one time, uh, you had gotten a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck was going on. And I grabbed it, and I ran with it. <laughs> and then we used to be like, bro, don't say, say something stupid, bro. I'm going to break this shit right now. But we'd never do it. And then when that when that said fuck it, I'm gonna throw this shit. <laughs> and me not thinking that Rubik's cubes were that delicate, I threw that shit. Shit fucking exploded into like fifty fucking pieces. I was hurt. And then you and then you had a party. And then you had a party. And you were like, man, bro, I'm sorry. And I was like, bruh. <laughs> bro, I was like, bro, I'm so sorry, bro. I didn't mean to break it, man. I, that was not my. I felt so bad when I broke it to twenty yeah. like fifty pieces. I was like, bro, I didn't think it was gonna break. 
And then we like, I got you. You fixed it the next day and put tape on it. Bro, I was like, man, this ain't. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we had too much. Honestly, that, like, when we lived there, bro, that was a lot of fucking fun. Just, like, stupid fun. Like, we didn't do anything. We just stupid fucking fun. Yeah. Dude, I remember. Wow, fuck. We used to go eat all the time, too. Remember? Dude, they made a fucking water burger by that place afterwards. Oh, yeah, right in front of it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was big mad. I was like, damn, now they want to make it? Probably a good thing, man. We've probably been in there every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man. I gained so much weight in fucking college. But I was a super skinny dude. And I needed to gain weight. And I've said this before. Like, I was probably, like, 125. I, I probably needed to be 165. And that's what I was, like, after my first year, like, sophomore year. But after that, bro, I kept going, bro. I said, fuck, it's too much. I got up until, like, 195, bro. I'm trying to lose that shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. Was... But, I'm, I mean, you remember anything else from that from that apartment? Or any funny shit that happened that year? Uh, not, not much. Uh, just... Pretty much just Avery being there, uh, patriotic with his flag. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. No, we had this, those motherfuckers wrote Trump on our fucking door. Yeah, that was Remember? That. This is like 2016. Yeah, they kind of like, what, what, they wrote something on it, and then Avery was like, who messing with my flag? Or like, he yeah. was pissed. <laughs> He's like, bro, that's why I never support Trump. He, he hated Trump. But, yeah, it was. Then what did we do? We started planning ahead to move on the house, right? Because we were like, we ain't gonna live here. We yeah. gonna next year. Yeah, and we. I mean, anyways, I think it's it's always just cheaper to get a house, anyways, especially yeah. where we're at. So we ended up getting a house, dude. And honestly, I sit there and I think about it, like, dude, I can't believe we lived there for three years. Like time flew like that. Like it yeah. just it didn't feel like it. And it was just three of us originally, and then it went up yeah. to like, yeah, four, and then. Uh, First year with me, you, and Fred, and then after that it was me, you, Corey, and after that it was me, you, Jamel. Our last year there. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Remember that night that Fred was like, "Give me thirty nuggets." <laughs> oh, so this is the thing, bro. This is why I hate. This is what I hated living with y'all, because all of us, all, dude, all of us could eat fast food like crazy. Like none of us. First of all, none of none of, none of us ever really cooked. Ever, bro. Nah. Like, we re rarely cooked. We used to go fucking out to eat every fucking time. So, anytime I, he I hear a knock at the door, 9, 9 p.m. Hey, bro, you hungry? Shit, you know I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to plan it on it. So, we all, like, all right, what y'all want to eat? What y'all want to eat? All right, let's go get some Burger King. So, we all hop in my car. And we're driving. Burger King's, like, two minutes away from the house. Pull up to Burger King. We're like, what y'all want? What y'all want? I don't know, bro. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. All right. I know what I want. I was like, I know what I want. Fred would be like, I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. But we'll, I figured out. Pull up. I go. I'm like, all right. I want the double cheeseburger. Extra pickles. Can I get the chicken fries? Sito be like, let me get all the fucking desserts. Because you have a sweet tooth, bitch. You get every fucking dessert you fucking see. That, that, that's you, at, the, that's you at, the, at Burger King. And then Fred's like, bro, I don't know. Should I get the chicken sandwich? Or should I get the nuggets? And and he's like, all right, all right, I'm ready to order. Can I get a uh, 30 chicken nuggets? 
And I'm like, fam, no, they bro, were not close too. I'm like, they hate you, man. They were about close too. I'm like, no, not ten nuggets, not twenty nuggets. Can I get thirty fucking nuggets? <laughs> and we were messing with, and we were like, bro, we we ate one, bro, we ate one, we eating one. Bro, that shit was so dumb, bro. But I, I love being in that house, bro. Just because we were all there, and it was like so much space, and like I just think about like all the all the fun times we had there, bro. Yeah, all the uh, parties, all the... We had to furnish the house first, though. That was a process. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. We had the ugliest couches ever, bro. <laughs> I'm just getting whatever was cheap. I remember I got this, like, this like this set of couches. One was, like, a long couch. One was, like, a short, short like, yeah. two-seater couch. And then the other one was, like, a one-person couch. And they were all, like, leather. But they were, like, red, red leather couches. <laughs> and I got them out for, like, 100 bucks. And then, uh, yeah, we were there for three years, right? Yeah, it was three yeah, years. Three years, three years, bro. Our Dang. junior year to our, to our uh, graduate years. Yeah, because I remember I was there for, uh, well, technically I was there for like what, like two and a half. Yeah, we were there for two and a half. And then you were there till like 2019, till you got your masters on the. Yeah, the yeah, I, yeah. Me and me and Fred were the last ones to leave the house. Yeah. Fred was because he he had to go to Florida, so he moved all his shit on. It was just literally just me, bro, closing everything up, man. Yeah, yeah, I remember too. I left I left like a little bit before that summer because you know I wasn't there, so I pretty much just took everything. Yeah, yeah, man. I, but I, I'm look honestly, one thing I miss about college is like living with all you guys, right? Because then you always have friends around and you always go fuck around and like, oh, bro, let's do this tonight, and we're like, all right, well, we're all at home already, might as well do it or play video games or. Or whatever. I remember a few times we would have a couple of drinks and we'd go into your room and then play with all the music and shit and get in our feels. Oh, yeah. That was good times. Uh, hey, what, what? Remember that time we played that game? Be, was it called Be Boozled? Oh. <laughs> that we had to take a shot for everyone. And you were like, I'm not taking a shot. And you ate that? I'm like, bro, how is he eating that? <laughs> yeah, so we played Bean Boozled with the drinking twist. So... So what was it? You had to eat the bean. If you didn't eat the bean, you had to take a shot. So you might you might get a good bean and it's like, all right, no problem. Or if you might get a shitty bean, if you didn't eat it, you had to fucking take a shot. Yeah, I remember me and Fred were taking all the shots. You and uh, Jamel were eating all of it, bro. bro fuck <laughs> yeah, bro. Fuck that. I'm not damn, I eat that shit, bro. But there was one that was fucking disgusting. And I forget who. Somebody almost threw up. I think it was you. <laughs> That that was that called? popcorn one. It's like a popcorn one. Was it that one? I think it was like the most the stinky socks or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was the stinky socks. That was nasty, man. I was like, nah, I'm taking a shot. I don't care if I get so I get bust, bro. <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. I just I just miss I miss being around you guys and just doing all this stupid fuck shit. <laughs> and it and it not really mattering, right? Because it's like, okay, well, I have class until 10 a.m whatever so i could do whatever i want now it's like now nah, bro i gotta work monday through friday like i remember i used to have fridays off and i think i had mondays off i remember one year fred had monday wednesday and friday off so literally he only had class two days a week but he had to work the rest of the time yeah. oh bro i remember i remember one more thing from college remember we, we, we went to um the open house Oh, that you, 
crush that man's dream? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to tell the story? Yeah, we were uh, we were just walking around. I think I think I wanted to go, and then you were like, "All right, I'll go with you." Yeah. And we were we were on the like the gaming section of the you know the people who were, like the anime and the and you know the programming and yeah, the all the nerdy stuff. shit. <laughs> and that man was like, I get, I think he was like a like a computer guy who was like, yeah. who worked with like graphics design and all that. And he was like, "Hey, man, you want to join? You want you want to join our organization?" And this man gave you like a flyer, put his flyer up in his hand. You were like, you looked at him, you were like, nah. <laughs> I was like, man, you should have seen him in his face. I was crying. I was like, I feel bad. I'm going to get one, man. That man was like, he's about to cry. <laughs> oh, man. But that shit had me dead. <laughs> Dude, but I mean, speaking of organizations, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Like you, you have always been like a more like creative person, right? Like since I've known you, you've been into like music and art and things like that. And it's like, when you think about like what you did as a major and doing your career with engineering, you're like, well, that doesn't, that doesn't like really line up, you know, like, like you've always seen some, and I mean, in your personal life and in your hobbies, you've always really made a focus and dedicated a lot of time to that. Like I know music to you is like, one of your passions, right? Like you love music. Like you used to have an old, um, an old record player. Yeah. And I remember, I remember getting you a couple records for your birthday. Um, and I mean, that's something you really enjoyed. And then later, I think our last year at the house, like you really got into like spray painting and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what's really, <clears throat> so what really made you get into those things? much more deeply the older that you got because i mean like i said painting you picked up within the last two years you know yeah it was just pretty much like so you know uh sophomore year passed junior year passed so just senior year i was just like man i want to get more involved you know before i leave school yeah oh yeah and you got into dancing too i forgot yeah um and that's how pretty much i started painting so whenever i started getting into like the whole break dance and the salsa and the like, fusion salsa fusion and all that yeah. uh i used to go to events and i used to see people like do street art you know do paint hip-hop mm -hmm. so i was like man like let me expand let me expand what i do and i try to do more creative things so yeah. where i picked it up i was just like you know you see something and it clicks and you're like i want to do that i want to try that and picked up my spray paint i was like man this is something that i can like that i like and that's something that like, i can see myself getting better at it because you know sometimes you pick up a hobby and you're like Nah, this shit ain't for me. <laughs> yeah, like, like you're like, damn, that's really cool. I want to do it. And then you get into it, you're like, damn, I fucking suck at this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I was like, man, maybe I can actually get somewhere with this. Because even when I was, like, you know, elementary school, middle school, I was kind of into, like, I would sketch uh, every once in a while. And I just mm -hmm. leave it. wouldn't finish it. But I was like, man, let me, let, me, let me get into art. You know, this is something I like to do. And that's how pretty much I got into it. And I, I liked it. And now I'm still doing it to this day. Um, even like still dance. I try to dance every once in a while. I do uh, yeah. the keyboarding. Started picking up on the keyboarding for the music. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like just engineering and then do something creative. And it's just like I want to balance things out. I just don't want to be stuck with one thing. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like I don't know. I wouldn't. I would say you're not the stereotypical engineer, right? Who just like super nerdy and into numbers and all this shit like like i said you have a really creative and artistic mind I, I, i'd say um 
And your art has grown a lot from when you first started. I mean, it, it goes back to that thing where you're like, oh, you start something and you're like, I'm not good at it, right? But it, I don't think it's just that you're not good at it at first. It's also like you're not willing to put in the time to get good at it, right? And yeah. and I, f- I feel like you really found that that passion. I mean, dude, you used to leave spray paint cans everywhere, bro. Like, you used to leave your brushes everywhere. And I'm like, damn, this motherfucker just not cleaning up after himself, right? But, I mean, I mean, look at you now, like, almost two years later. And, I mean, you've made a lot of progress. And, like, dude, I mean, you, you sell your artwork, right? Like, like, people are paying you for the art that you make. So I mean, it, I mean, it just shows people are willing to put their money where their mouth is and be like, "Damn, like that looks really fucking good," and are willing to support you and your art. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been a process. It's just, it's just at that stage, I just told myself, like, what else, what else can I do? What, what I'm, or yeah, what else can I do to please help others? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I know recently you just um, well, I don't want to say recently, but a couple of months ago you started. Selling some of your art pieces and donating portions to, to charity, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just kind of told myself, like, hey, like, this is something that I wanted to help. I want to help others, so let me use art yeah. as a way to help others, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much how I started it. It's been going good. Uh, are you still selling now, or are you still, are you still painting to sell and, and to donate to charity? Yeah, I'm still selling uh, right now. i uh, planning to donate all the money that I've made uh, at the end of yeah. December. Do you want to let people know where, where where they can find your art if they want yeah, to help so support? Uh, so it's a website. It's called artislive.shop. And just pretty much mm-hmm. whenever you get to the website, just go through a category that you see, Disney, Space and Nature, things like that. Click on it, uh, fill out the form, and, you know, it comes directly to me, and mm-hmm. I'll contact you. Um, it's pretty much 80% of all my donations go to, like, the organization that I listed there. Yeah. You said artis, artislife.com? That shop. Oh, okay. Art, art is life that shop. Yeah. All right. No, nah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's good, man. Um, so for, for me, I mean, for me, but for you, like, is, is painting and all this stuff just a, just a way to get away from everything and really just self-reflect and just, like, kind of be in your own zone? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's more like, you know, just stressed out, you know, think of yeah. your mind. And it also a way, it's also a way to help out other people. Like, whenever people are, like, you see other people that they get, like, whenever they see you dance, whenever they see you do something good, they're like, oh, wow. So that kind of gives them a little bit of joy and happiness. Yeah. That's what I, that's one of the things I, I like doing as well, like, making, seeing others see my progress. And yeah. And then it'd be like, wow, like, that's good. That's good art. You like, like, I'm happy you enjoy that. And, like, watching yeah. you do the process. Yeah. Well, what I've seen and what I've learned about you, and like, for the last six years, it's like, once you commit to something, like, you really commit and you really get all into it. Like, whenever you, whenever you get into running mode, bro, you go running every fucking day and you're running, like, miles and miles and miles. Right? Like, you just com- you really commit to what you do. And I think that's very admirable. I mean, I remember, I mean, and I just feel like you just, and maybe it's not purposely right, but I feel like you do a lot of things that give you the time to really reflect. Like, when you go running for five, seven miles, right, like, that's all just time for you in your head, right? Like, yeah. that's just time spent with yourself. When you're sitting there and painting for at least an hour sometimes, right, if not more, like, that's just time that you spend with yourself, man. So how, how has that helped you personally? Yeah, it, it pretty much just makes you, like, focus in that specific moment. It kind of, yeah. like, you, you don't, like, either running, like, let's say I have a problem or I'm going through something. Whenever I go running, I run, and at the same time in my mind, I'm just, like, like, 
okay, like this is time to reflect on myself. I'm running. Yeah. I'm, you know, calming my brain down, my mind down. So it's just like, like, what can I do to fix this? It's just like a getaway. So kind of like yeah. a therapy, you should say. Uh, as far as painting as well, it's just like I'm too focused on the spray paint that I tend to forget other things going around. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good therapy. It's a good self-reflection time. Yeah, yeah, and and I know we spoke, we spoke a little bit earlier before the podcast, like just just like how you felt after what's all happened this year and like everything that you've been going through, everything that we've been going through as a country, you yeah. know, and and like how that's given you like. I don't, I don't know if this is the right way and you could rephrase however you want, but like, you know, kind of gives you a little bit of anxiety over not being able to control some of the, some of the things that we see going on. Right. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's been tough. Like right now, personally, like I've, I've kind of had to take a step back and tell myself like, whoa, like, like what's, what's going on around you, you know, like reflect. Yeah. Cause I, I used, I was doing so many things all at once that I, I had to stop for a little bit, tell myself I need to take a break. You need to you need to figure out what what's going on around you. Yeah. Uh, kind of like time for yourself. Uh, yeah. And it's just and it's with, it's with all these things going on, and I feel like people like being so close. Uh, you know, losing their jobs, probably not having food to eat, getting yeah. evicted their houses. I feel like mm-hmm. depression and anxiety rates are going up so high that people yeah. feel like they're hopeless. Yeah. And you know it it sucks because you know you don't wish that on anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's something that like kind of makes you think like whoa like whoa let me take a step back and see what's going on around my community or like like what do I need to do or what can I do or yeah. what I need myself to get through it. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I mean I totally feel the same thing that you feel, man. I just it when I sit there and I really think about all the fuck shit that we've seen going around recently and even before all the pandemic, right? Like if I sat there and I thought about like all the people and all the suffering that they were going through. Like, it would really put me in a, like, sad mood, right? Like, I would get frustrated. I'm like, damn, like, like how how is we as a people, right, as humanity, let some of this fucked up shit happen to people? How do we let people go hungry? How do we let people be homeless, right? And this is before the pandemic, right? Like, yeah. you just sit there and I'm like, can't we help, right? Not just me and you, but, like, all as a collective. Like, like why can't we all just agree that there are just some things that we should take care of our other 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 humans for, right? Like let's make sure everybody has a place to sleep and everybody has a place to eat, right? And this isn't really a political thing. This is just like a like how I feel about other people, right? Like I just feel like it's it's our duty to help one another. So why don't we do that? And then you see all this stuff happening with COVID and all the protests about about the killing the killing of people in this country unjustly, and you're just like. Yeah. Man, can we start fucking treating each other better? Yeah, and it it feels like it just feels like everything's going, it's going down. It's you know it's just and I and I and it sucks that people feel like hopeless on certain scenarios and yeah, it, you know it, it not much you can do about it. Like no matter how much you want to help, it's just yeah. like it's happening to thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Bro, millions, bro, millions sometimes. Yeah, it it, it sucks, but you know it's on one. The only thing you can do is have faith and hope that everything's gonna get better. And yeah, but you know, just looking yeah. around, things are going on. You're just like, damn, like we're we're in a messed up place right now. Yeah, yeah, and and I feel like sometimes these problems can seem so big. You're like, well, I can't really do it. Like, what can one person do about it? Like, well, so I guess I don't have to think about it because there's really nothing I can do, right? 
Yeah. And I mean, and that's really tough, right? Because it's like, how how does an individual really sit there and think about problems that affect billions of people across the planet, right? And it's like, okay, well, that problem's too big, so I can't do anything about it. Let me forget about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and this is not to say that <laughs> that we somehow have the solution or we're like these righteous people, right? But it's like, I don't know, man. Like, and and I'm sure I'm sure we're guilty at some points of like, like, like ignoring problems, right? But it's like sometimes things just get so big that. Like man, like I, I can't, I can't just let this shit slide anymore. Right? I just can't pretend like that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it, it it is true. Like things that you hear people going through, it is true. Cause like for once, like I know I exper- I've experienced my like anxiety being so high this yeah. last couple of weeks that I'm just like man, like like this is an actual thing going on. And once you experience it yourself, it kind of changes your perspective. Yeah, and it's yeah. like like and it's. <laughs> Hey, and and we're recording this the day before election day, bro. <laughs> so, so when this comes out on Wednesday, fam, we don't know what the fuck shit's gonna be like on Wednesday, and if we're even gonna know who the president is yet, man. And 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 one way or another, bro, I feel like shit's gonna be crazy these next couple of weeks, and, and whoever's elected in the United States, bro. It's gonna be crazy. You got people already uh, covering up their businesses with wood and plywood and all that. It's just like then people know it's gonna be a lot of riots and yeah, on. Yeah, man, I just, uh, fuck, I just, look, I just hope that we get out of the, out of 2020, and the thing is, bro, it's not even just 2020, bro, like, I think just 2020 just made us pause and made us look at all the, all the shit that people have to deal with constantly, all, like, 2020 isn't the only year where people have had to deal with some of these problems, right, but 2020 is the first time where every average person has the time to fucking look at everything that's been going on, right, because they got nothing else to do, they gotta be at home. Right, or they go to work and they come straight home, so they don't have distractions anymore. Right, yeah, it's more like an eye-opening thing. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't think twenty-one like it's not like the calendar is gonna change. It's not like it's gonna be New Year's and every, the whole fucking shit's gonna be fixed. No, man, we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do, bro. We got a lot of ways we could get better. Yeah, shit, man. But uh, I don't want to take any more of your time, man. I know I appreciate you doing the podcast, bro. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about or say before we get the fuck up out of here? Just pretty much just, you know, everybody just go out there and, and do, you know, have have hope, you know, yeah. you're going through something, you're going down, just just think about, like, every day, it's going to be a better day, you know, just yeah. have that positive mindset, because yeah. I know I know your mind is powerful, it's a powerful tool, and it can take over you, so it's just like, you know, have others, have family members support you, if you're personally mm-hmm. going through something, you know, and, and just, you know, let them help you, because you know yeah. we all know sometimes. Yeah, and, and reach out. I mean, like, dude, sometimes people don't know that you're going through shit until you tell them something. And once yeah. you tell them, like, oh, bro, what the fuck? You should have yeah. told me. I've been there for you, man. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm going through the same shit, or I went through the same shit. And, right. and I could give you some sort of guidance, man. But, yeah, uh, Jose, thank you so much for joining me, man. I appreciate I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you, man. We haven't, I haven't seen you in, like, a year, bro, when I first moved into this apartment, bro, and I had zero furniture. And then, I mean, the pandemic, so you can't really see people for the last seven months, man. But it was good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate All right. it. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Hey, What's Up podcast. I'm your host, Emerson, and this was Jose. Thank you so much for listening, and see you guys next week. Later. Later.